I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. One bit of news all of us hunger for daily, almost without exception, is the weather. Everyone can use a forecast to plan their day or week. Well, right now we're going to talk about something a bit different, a project called oldweather.org. It's a citizen science effort, which we first told you about a couple of years ago. Climate researchers in Britain opened up old Royal Navy ships' logs from around World War I, and they invited anyone to come to the website, look at the scanned pages, and input the weather data they saw. The world's Clark Boyd originally covered the story for us. And remind us, Clark, why digitize old ships' logs? What can they tell us about climate change? Well, these are these old logs that the British Navy ships kept. And every six hours, without fail, they would note the ship's position, what the weather was like, barometric pressure, wind speed, all of those sorts of things. And and, and when I did the original story, Marco, it was funny because I would have – I had one historian tell me, you know, it didn't matter if they were in the middle of a battle with mm-hmm. another ship. They, they would stop and take note of the weather. So what they hope to do is by, by crowdsourcing this and getting people to help input this data, they could get this um, amazing new set of information about where these ships were, what the weather was like in that particular place at that particular time. Now, the crown to which this project was sourced could be described, I guess, loosely as NERS. But thank goodness for these NERS because they've been so obsessive and comprehensive about uh, inputting the data. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think what happened was is that there was so much more than just nerds who got interested in doing this. People with an interest in history, especially interest in naval history, maybe they had a relative who served on one of these ships. They, they managed to, to do this in just two years. And this was looking at every page of those logs, thousands and thousands of pages, three times because they had to, you know, they wanted to triple check that they were getting the data right. 1.6 million new pieces of information about the climate at that time. It's, uh, you know, for, for researchers, it's just incredible. No, that's, uh, that's the data. But visually, how does it appear? Because that's well, incredible. Well, I mean, it's, it's not just the fact that all this data is created. It's what people have done with it. Right, Marco? I mean, you've got um, uh, people who have come in and taken that data and essentially plotted out uh, on a world map where all of these uh, Royal Navy ships were moving at the time and they've put them into, you know, visualization programs that kind of, you know, show these ships as, as a t- kind of a, in a time-lapse way and they're, they're flying all across the globe. Um, you know, I can, I can talk about it, but the best thing is to come to theworld.org and, and take a look at some of the uh, visualizations and links that we have there. So what's next for old weather? So because they've, they're done with this project already, I think it shocked them how quickly they got done with it. So what they've done is they've moved on to a new set of logs about ships in the Arctic. And so you can go up to oldweather.org and work on that project now. It'll be a whole new set of climate data. The world's Clark Boyd. Thank you so much for the update. You're welcome, Marco.